the Washington Wizards defeat the Denver Nuggets 112 to 110. They get it done in the fourth quarter in crunch time. And now I'm doing a Friday pod that is a winning pod. Those are my favorite. Guys, the Washington Wizards have won their last six out of seven games, having us all begging the question, are the Wizards actually a good team? Are the Washington Wizards, who are 7-5 and five versus teams with a 500 record or better, but 5-13 and 13 against teams with a less than 500 record, are they a good team playing down to their competition? Ask yourself that. What answer would you give? Look, I'm not sure, but I know I want to talk about this one. Welcome back to the West Wolf Podcast. I am your host, J.D. Jackson. As always, you can find me on Twitter, Russell Westbrook gets the chip at Always and Forever Art, and on YouTube at J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. Let's get it. The ending of this game was bizarre. I do want to go there first. Look, guys, obviously the best play to do, Jamal Murray gets the ball with about, what, six seconds left? Five and a half? Obviously, what he should have done was go all the way to the basket, and his players should have cut to the basket. However, there was a timeout not too long before that. And my point is, Jamal Murray isn't the only one who stopped at the three-point line and looked at it. All the players on that fast break stopped at the three-point line. Now, I guess you can say it's this new age fast break, but that's not what I thought. I thought in the timeout previous that they talked about it and said, we're going for the win tonight. That's why Jamal Murray stopped at the three-point line, looked at it. They had the numbers. And then he decided to pass, and that's the part that was bizarre. If you're going to go for the win, why isn't Jamal Murray the one shooting that three? He stops, looks at the basket, and just decides, no, I don't want to shoot it. Passes it across court to the point guard who hits the front iron. That's all she wrote. Wizards win, which we'll take it. (laughs) Look, I don't give a damn. We'll take that win. Winning the last six out of seven games. But it was weird because I didn't read what everybody else read. Oh, this is the new day and age of the fast break. I think they wanted to go for the win. And I just don't understand why, if that was the case, why Jamal Murray just didn't take it. And to me, I was kind of verifying that because he immediately looked at everyone and said, that's on me. That's my fault. As in, I should have just shot it. But I, I guess, I don't know. That's just how I took it. I took it where they weren't, they weren't trying to go into overtime in this game. They were just trying to win it. And I just don't understand. Bradley Bill got to Murray late. I think he was the one who ended up getting to Murray. But when Murray stopped and looked at the basket, it was a good look. Bill wasn't there yet. And I just don't understand why he didn't shoot it. But I'll take it. Thank you, Jamal Murray. But like he said, on to the next one. Hey, I appreciate and I respect Jamal Murray. He owns his shit. And he just said, that's on me. Uh, I think that's cool. He's one of my favorite young players to watch uh, him, Donovan Mitchell, and John Morant. So, nonetheless, it was a bizarre ending, but uh, we will get to the stats. All right, so, look, 112-110, Washington Wizards pull it out, improved to 12-18. Now I think we're only about two and a half games out of uh, the playoff spot. Um, Garrison Matthews, start with him. He only played 16 minutes. Uh, he was 2 of 6 from the field, 2 of 5 from 3, 3 rounds, 2 assists, um, 6 points. Of course, Bradley Bill filled up the box score. 36 minutes, 10 of 19 from the field, 2 of 5 from 3, 4 rebounds, 4 assists, 33 points. Um, and Bradley Bill only had 2 turnovers, so that's pretty good. 
Russell Westbrook. Yeah, I played 37 minutes, 6 of 17 from the field. Guys, he did not shoot well at all tonight. He's leaving a lot of things on the rim. Uh, I'm not used to seeing Westbrook miss this many doggone layups. Uh, I'm assuming it's going to get better. Uh, he's going to get better. He's going to get a rhythm. Uh, he'll start to finish some of those. He's not that bad at the rim. Um, some of them are just hanging on the rim and just coming off. Others, he's just kind of taking a bad angle. I think he'll figure that stuff out uh, sooner rather than later, and he'll be okay. But part of his shooting is just he's not really finishing at the rim like he should be. One of three from three, 10 rebounds, 10 assists, 16 points, another triple-double. He had five turnovers, um, one steal. So that was Russell Westbrook on the night. Um, I was upset with this. Not upset. Uh, I wish he shot a little bit better. Uh, but he made some very big hustle plays uh, in the second half uh, that really helped the Wizards um, get through uh, get through this game and get a W. Now, there were a couple of times in the game, I don't know exactly what he's doing on the passes out of the post. He had two really bad ones. One with Neto, he passed it way to Neto's right, uh, and it went back court, caused a turnover. Then the other one was to Beal, but he threw it inside uh, towards the top of the key. And then it went uh, it went uh, across court, and they had to call over and back as well, uh, half-court violation. I'm not exactly sure why those passes out of the post were so. It's almost like he thought they would both be somewhere else, and both times they weren't where he thought. And I don't know why, because pretty much they were both standing where they usually stand. Um, I don't know. Those were weird. The, I, those, I, those are on Russ. I just, even he looked just confused he didn't say anything in the, on either of those plays just kind of walked back to to play defense so uh those are turnovers he has to cut out yeah he's got to get rid of those i understand he'll try passes no one else will i understand that he gets bumped and when he's going to the basket a lot sometimes you know he that might draw the ball loose uh but things like that he's got to stop those those are unnecessary um but outside of that, uh, he was Russell Westbrook. His passing tonight was absolutely beautiful. He was just finding people all over the place. He could have had more assists, but a lot of times the player who received the ball was fouled and had to go to the free throw line. Obviously, that doesn't count as an assist. Um, but just beautiful passes, beautiful vision. Uh, I thought he de- definitely distributed well uh, versus the Denver Nuggets. Um, was it his best game? No, I didn't think it was a bad one, though. Uh, I thought he, he thought he did pretty good. He could shoot better. He can kind of cut down on some of those second half turnovers so other than that i thought he did pretty well uh mo wagner uh he played 18 minutes he was one of four from the field one of two from three eight rebounds one assist um i yes he also had a block i thought mo wagner was pretty good on the night um and scott brooks just kind of forgot about him uh there was a point in the fourth i just thought where is mo wagner where is he I just, they put Lynn in there and they put Lopez and it didn't really make a whole lot of sense to me. Uh, nonetheless, the, the Denver Nuggets uh, kind of cost it up at the end and we're just coming away with a win. So we won the game, but I did not like that Mo Wagner kind of was forgotten about. Look, game ball probably goes to, I have to give it to Rui Hachimura. 38 minutes, 9 of 16 from the field. A lot of them just dunks. Uh, <laughs> just getting easy ones around the rim. One of four from three, uh, but he hit a three that definitely didn't matter. Uh, five rebounds, two assists. Uh, he was a 
He had 20 points. He was a plus six on the night. Um, I thought he did really, really, really well. So now he was very under control. He had a couple of uh, kind of step back jumpers that he made that I thought were absolutely beautiful. Um, it seems like that that's becoming a regular staple in his game right now, uh, which is great. It's great to have someone else who can just create their own shot and get you points. Um, if, if Bill's on the bench and Russ is having an off night, uh, Brewer can get you some or vice versa. So I very much like that. Uh, Lopez was 5 of 7 from the field, played 25 minutes, 10 points, uh, 3 rebounds. Of course, as always, Troy Brown Jr. usually doesn't get any um, – he usually doesn't get any play yet. He played 16 minutes. He's two of five from the field, four rebounds, four points. You know, he was all right. Uh, then Denny played 20 minutes. He's one one from the field, two rebounds, one assist. Denny, he fouls a lot. Uh, but I think that's something that he's going to learn to get better at. Um, and he right now he just seems really unsure of himself, which is a far cry from the beginning of the season. But I guess that happens when you're 19. Uh, you start off the season not playing that well, and then you change the lineup and take him out, uh, along with Robin Lopez too, but how he might be thinking of it. And then all of a sudden you go on a, uh, a streak where you win six out of seven games. I can guess I can understand how that can kind of make him feel dejected, but he's got to get it together. We all know Denny can play. He's a hooper, and he's going to be very good. Uh, and so it's just kind of it's kind of sad to see him just you know, kind of feel – kind of down on himself and I I'm hoping that you know Bradley Bill and Russell Westbrook are are trying to talk him up and uh we'll see we'll see Denny the real Denny pretty soon so um that is the stats guys um but I, I was very impressed with this win uh, my most impressive win for is the versus the Lakers I very much like that and the, and the and the two wins versus the Nets but uh I was very impressed with this win um, they really did lock down at times on defense. I know Jamal Murray just got freaking hot. And there were a few times where I was upset that he was just standing wide open. Um, look, when they bring Murray off that stagger screen, they're switching that. And I think switching that is probably the correct thing to do because it's the best way to keep someone um, on the hip of Jamal Murray. So they're switching it. Um so the player defending him isn't just chasing behind him because it's a double screen. Uh, and for some reason, it, somehow they were miscommunicating that or the wrong person was switching. It's very convoluted. Sometimes he was just standing wide open. It was really irritating me, pissing me off. But for the most part, they did pretty good. He just hit tough ones. I mean, he hit some that were just absolutely crazy. Um, I do think that they can protect the three-point line a little bit better. There was a few times when Lopez had brain laps and, you know, Jokic is just standing out three-point line, stroking his three. Um, and Wagner did it too. Uh, they got to be aware of who they're playing, aware of who they're guarding. And that's something I feel lacks with the Washington Wizards at times. I think they, I mean, they have to watch film, right? But I think they're not really stressing the point of we do not leave Murray ever. Because if you make if you stress that to be a point when you watch film before games, it won't happen so often in the game. That's my thought process. But all too often throughout the season, the Wizards leave the one person who they don't need to leave open. Like Gary Trent Jr. in Portland. I just didn't understand. I'm like, the guy never misses a three. Why are we leaving him wide open? <laughs> um 
I, I just feel situational awareness, uh, personnel awareness of the other team is something I think the Wizards can get a lot better at. Um, but nonetheless, guys, are the Wizards good? Guys, the Wizards by the numbers tells us, no, they're not necessarily a good team. So let me tell you, the Washington Wizards ranked 21st in offensive rating at 110 points this season, which I can't believe that they should be scoring. Their offense rating should be higher than that. But they're 27th in defensive rating of 114.9. So we're 21st in offense, 27th in defense. However, their 110 points per 100 possession at 21, 21st on offensive rating, but they're first in pace. Now, make that make sense. How are you first in pace, but 21st in offensive rating? So by the numbers, the Washington Wizards are not a great, they're not last in defense, and they're not top six in offense. However, they should be better than that. They're seven and five versus 500 or better teams. So why are the Wizards getting it done as of late? The grit and grind of Garrison Matthews and Mo Wagner? Here's what I think, guys. I think the ball's falling where it should right now. Before, there were a lot of teams making a lot of shots they shouldn't have had no business making. I think that's part of it. But I do think the defense has gotten better since putting Garrison Matthews and Mo Wagner in the starting lineup. But I still think there are trades to be made to really make this team a hard out in the playoffs. Are they really going to go get Kristaps Porzingis? Is he going to stay healthy? Does he improve this team? Oh my goodness, yes he does. And for the few people who are saying no, 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 no. Bradley Beal wants to win now. Kristaps Porzingis definitely gets you there. Think about that. A seven foot three rim protector who can shoot the three. If you're trying to maximize Russell Westbrook and of course Bradley Beal as well, why not have a seven foot three center who can provide you rim protection but can step out for three when you need him to, leaving the lane wide open for Russell Westbrook, who seems to routinely play a lot with Lopez, who does not provide spacing. Don't want to go get Kristaps Porzingis. Is y'all crazy? If he's fully healthy, because I'm sure the Wizards will do their homework. If he's healthy, why would you not go get Kristaps Porzingis? I mean, I just, that just don't make any sense. Why wouldn't you? So, I think they should. And personally, I think if they can, they still should go get George Hill. I try to get all of that done. You add George Hill and Christoph Porzingis to this team, this team is infinitely better. Am I saying they're going to win the championship? No. I, I got to see it. I don't know. But my goodness, it's going to be fun. I don't understand the people who, doesn't, who don't want to do that. I mean, I guess it's fans that say, nope, I don't think it's going to win us a championship, so let's just keep Denny and Rui and uh, 
you know, we're just going to lose anyway. I mean, I guess. I mean, I guess I can see that. But it's odd because your superstar that has been there for years is Bradley Beal, and he wants to win now. So I just would presume that those fans are like, well, let's do it. He's been here long enough, sitting here rotting away for us. Let's get him a team that can win. Let's please Bradley Beal. Why not? See what I did there? I threw Westbrook in there, too. Why not? I don't know, guys. I'd do it. I do what I can. Christophe Porzingis makes you better. George Hill will make you better. The both of them would make you definitely better. So guys, by the numbers, they're not a great team right now. They're somehow getting it done. They're creating a lot of turnovers. They're getting to their free throw line a lot. Russell Westbrook made his through three or four last night. Thank gosh he made his doggone free throws. They're creating a lot of turnovers. Garrison Matthews, Mo Barker, playing with heart, playing with speed. So you got that going on. And then they're just getting to their free throw line at such a high rate. And a lot of that is just Bradley Beal. So he has a knack for getting himself to the free throw line. There are times where I swear up and down, he's not even fouled, and they still call a foul for Bradley Beal. I'm not saying he's one of those. I'm not saying he's trading. I'm just saying he's so good at it. 90% of the times he's fouled. And then there are some times where I'm like, I'm pretty sure he just ran straight into that guy, but we'll take the free throws and take the win. <laughs> I just, I'm not exactly sure, but somehow Bradley Bill gets himself to the free throw line and he shoots him at a high rate. That's how they're winning these basketball games. And they're just sharing the ball. Such beautiful ball movement by the Washington Wizards as of late. So... Guys, we got another game Saturday versus the Minnesota Timberwolves. I will see you guys there, but right here is where I'll break things. Thank you guys so much for listening to the West Wolf Podcast. Make sure if you're listening for the first time and you still haven't hit that subscribe button, you hit that subscribe button. You can find me on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, CastBox, and much, much more. So I really appreciate it if you click that button. Also, if you like in-game analysis, things like that, please follow my YouTube channel, J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. I do things like break down the Wizards defense and highlights and things like that. I would really appreciate it. And if you like a video, please click that like video so that way it pushes my videos out even more. But guys, I appreciate you listening to the Westwood Podcast. I am your host, J.D. Jackson. As always, you can find me on Twitter, Russell Westbrook gets a chip at Always and Forever Art, and on YouTube at J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. I will see you guys Saturday versus the Minnesota Timberwolves. And as always, until next time, peace.